Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And we have a new intro because the old one gave me copyright on everything, and so I'm working on something brand new. But welcome to the show. I hope you liked it. Tonight we have brand new guest in the house, Maddie Ice Rants, off of TikTok. My guy, how are you tonight? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Hooray, it's going good. Lisa, welcome to the show. It's good to see you. We got Sonny backstage, Amy Lewis, Lily's Flower, Scott Meyer, and Lisa. Again, Megan, I saw you in here. And James, you guys, welcome to the show. And a very happy Wednesday to all of you. I hope you guys are having the best night ever. I have brought Maddie on tonight because, I one, I saw one of your TikToks and a bunch of people commented and tagged me in it. And then, two, I saw you on Conspiracy Pilled about a month ago on their podcast on Rumble. Um, and I actually am having them on this Friday. They're fantastic folk. But your whole thing with them, what's up, Lily's Flowers? Your whole thing with them was the time travel. You talked about Nikola Tesla. You talked about how it all kind of stemmed into now and then how everything, which obviously I found very interesting. We also did a live on that whole thing on YouTube and then it got taken down. So we're not going to get really into that tonight. Um, we can do that another night and we'll just save it for Rumble. But I can censor. I I've gotten good at censoring. Yeah, I wanted to bring you on and just kind of talk about everything that you cover in general. So who is Maddie Ice? And talk to me a little bit about your content. So I originally just started a TikTok to make my sister and like a couple friends laugh. And then other people started following me when I got into the Baron Trump books. And then okay. after that, I went through 12 accounts getting banned and banned for life. And then I finally have figured out the algorithm a little bit better so I can censor a little bit more and okay. stay away from those who shall not be named and Supreme master leader that shall not be named for uh, scary security reasons. Now when you, <laughs> yeah, we have to be, we use a lot of pig Latin. So I don't know if you're familiar with pig Latin. So I, I know pig Latin a little bit, but I know Spanish better. I'm, I failed Spanish with a big fat fucking F, like a huge F. That teacher, I know hola and dos cervezas. That's it. I know how to say two beers, please. That's it. Nicole, cool. welcome to the live. So you started with, and then we were talking a little bit backstage. You'd started with the, the Baron Trump stuff, and that kind of took you through like the Nikola Tesla and, and the time travel stuff. As you, Was this the first experience that you'd had with all of this, or have you always been kind of a... Negative Nerd, conspiracy, uh, like we are. I have been a conspiracy theorist since um, September twelfth, two thousand one, when they tried to tell me as a fourteen-year-old that they found a uh, uh, a piece of a passport and a bandana in the wreckage that went down in Somerset, Pennsylvania, but there was no fuselage to the plane left. But they found those couple personal items of one of the hijackers I called bullshit immediately and started looking for the real story. Now, when you started looking for the real story, so this was back in 2012. So internet was still 2001. Pretty new then. Where did, or two, yeah, I'm, yeah, I apologize. Internet was still pretty new. If, if any, actually, I don't even know that it was really existing back then. I, don't I was using AOL. When, yeah. Like the little MSN chat rooms, the weird, how did you find more information or what did you use back then that maybe wasn't so readily available to you now? They hide the truth in movies. Hell, let's go through that. What movie was it for you? Uh, the first one was Independence Day. When the dad, when he's in, uh, I think he's 
either in um, the Oval Office or on Air Force One. I can't remember where he is in the scene, but he's like, you don't actually think that they uh, spend $6,000 on a hammer, do you? Okay, I remember that scene. $900 on a, uh, on a cup of coffee. So I'm like, they're fudging the bucket or the budget. <laughs> I'm like, that, where that is that money going? Is it going to the aliens? And then it, uh, I got deep into the X-Files for a little while. But all of that's mainly just entertainment. But also, remember that show Sliders? I From, uh, it was a sci-fi show called Sliders. And they create a wormhole. And they go through it to an alternate reality and an alternate universe. I have not seen that. Thank you so much, Mrs. B. So, I, but I'm not a big show movie. I've never really, I like movies. I've just never. Yeah, I got a lot movie. of time on my hands. You guys, I can tell that. So your, your theory behind a lot of this is that, so, and I think a lot of people feel the same way. I think it was a week or so ago, we had somebody else on and we had likened to the different, um, timelines so we were i think we were talking about the mandela effect and how that came out of more like the marvel in the superhero movies right you had thor and you had uh yes and the end game is setting up for blue beam or the rapture event okay so talk to me about that what do you mean well project blue beam has been a theory that's been around since werner von braun died and his assistant or co-worker came out and said that he, on his deathbed, had been warning of a fake alien invasion that was going to be used to assert control through fear over the population. Okay. And Werner von Braun, if you don't know who he is, he was a uh, Nazi, uh, uh, he was, yeah, bad guy scientist that was brought over to the United States through Operation Paperclip and okay. was one of the founders of NASA. And... Yep. And he also, a theory, well, there's a theory that he was involved with helping the Catholic Church build a chronovisor, which is basically a looking glass or like the movie Deja Vu, where they can view e events from the past, but they can't interact with them. So that would be how the Catholic Church would um, interpret and change history just through them telling everybody what happened and changing everybody's thought process and asserting control. So then let me ask you another question and this might be touchy. You don't have to answer if you don't want to, but where do you stand on religion then in knowing that when it comes to religion and God as a whole or the universe? My dad was a Baptist patch pastor my whole life. I went to K through 12 Christian school, which means I was an atheist <laughs> um, <laughs> for a good long while until I realized that I'm not an atheist. I'm an agnostic because I don't know and neither do you. So let's not argue about it. Um, that's um, the easiest way to put it, but yeah. I have a lot of knowledge of theology and different religions. Okay. So then do you feel like religion plays a bigger part in the destruction of not just, I guess I would say our countries, but maybe all countries around the world in regards to maybe what's happening. Yes. And no, um, okay. religion is used to control people and there, it gives a lot of answers to things that we don't have answers to. So okay. the unknown is always scary and people want answers, but they don't want all of the answers. 
They just want what pertains to them. So that is where religion comes in. And it, good, it gives a good outline on how to live life in a society, but it doesn't like certain people in society in any religion. So it, it's good and it's bad. As Pat Oswald says, it, it got us away from just the big um, you know, guy with a club that's just bashing everybody over the head. And now we actually right. can have society and work on science and, and uh, art and all that kind of stuff. I would agree. I mean, I, I I grew up Catholic. I grew up Roman Catholic. I wasn't in a Christian school, but I knew at a very young age that none of what they were telling me made any sense. It just it, like the specifically like the Ten Commandments and stuff. I get what they were trying to do, but the the punishment too if you didn't follow them. Just well, in the ninth good. grade is when I kind of shied away from all that kind of stuff because when they stopped being able to answer my questions was when I stopped caring what they had to say. Like we were going over the part and whole principle, which is basically if you dwell on something that is bad, it's you're you're sinning in God's eyes, basically. Like you've already okay. committed the sin. So I'm like, well, then why not just do it? Why not? Why don't just do it? If you've already done it in the cosmic aspect of everything, what's the difference? If I'm already guilty, just enjoy yourself, right? That's more of a humanist way of looking at it, but they didn't agree. No. <laughs> now, did you did you stick it out throughout your entire? Did you graduate? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was my kicked favorite. out of my church. So. Well, I didn't. I graduated. <laughs> I didn't not get kicked out a couple times. Okay. But uh, my favorite class my was a uh, a guy that would do on Fridays questions, comments, and other nonsense. And he was not an NPC like all of the other teachers. He actually would get into things and give us ideas on different ways to look at the world. So he was the only one that actually would answer questions and let so us he have was about the critical thinking aspect of things then. Right. Okay. So I want to switch gears here just a little bit. So, you know, we talked about the religions just a little bit. I want to go into what we were talking about backstage. Obviously, this last two weeks, I've been hyper-focused on one subject. And and I've been thinking about it uh, since uh, the beginning of it when, when it's Hunter Biden's laptop. And as soon as the docs dropped and all of a sudden it was all connected to Hunter again, I knew that was it. Like, because we had connected everything else. Talk to me about your thoughts on what's going on in regards to the current situation with the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden administration, the, the takedown, essentially. Well, to be 100% honest, in 20, end of 2020, well, no, 2021, I um, stopped watching the news and stopped paying attention to current events as much because it was absolutely affecting my mental health. So I was okay. like, I, I got to give it a break because I was just being gaslit too much. But all of the, the events lining up, I believe in your TikTok video that you made, you're very correct because it would be too convenient for the laptop to just end up at a laptop repair company. If you know any rich people, they don't repair electronics. They buy new ones. So why would he ever take it to a random guy to repair it? How did he be, come in contact with it? And how, how did he know to give it to the right people that didn't just make it disappear? So that's troubling. 
But I think your theory is correct where he had a moment of conscience, turned it in. That was his way of washing his hands of it, basically. And now I, I think he is in, let's call him the white hats pockets. Like the good guy's pocket. So do you think that... I don't know if I'm going to hesitate to even ask that because there are already rumors that he's going to get off on all of this in very light. Like no, they he's not going to spend any time in jail. Are you out of no, your mind? No, he's not. Nope. And, and those the, the attorney general of Delaware is a Trump-appointed attorney general, and that's the one who's investigating the case. And they've already said that they are looking at a really light sentence, as in like probation or, you know, for everything, tax. And I mean, tax that's... Evasion and yeah, that's money laundering. That's Why do you think all of the money is being sent to the Ukraine? They're just laundering that's, it. Well, we know we went through we went through the whole FTX thing. Okay, so when good. FTX exploded, yep. F, when we came here, and that did all right here on YouTube too. So we'll just, just <laughs> we're getting away about, with a lot more these days, but we, it's still touchy. I see, it's still touchy. I can't talk a lot about COVID, but I mean, I can't talk about misinformation when it comes to, like wear your mask get your jabs guys it's safe what are your thoughts on <laughs> it's safe Pfizer mm -hmm. paid millions of dollars to make it safe I haven't had any friends die mysteriously no died suddenly here it's all made up talk to me about COVID where did you stand on the whole thing or how did you when okay. it first hit were you like god dang I gotta get a mask let me just no. stay right here negative okay. Um, I've, I've been a deep conspiracy theorist and that's what I do in my spare time. I think it's fun and I try not to talk about it out in public, but, um, everybody at work knew anyway. Um, I was in Florida for 2020 and we shut down for about nine weeks and I was working at a, at a place where, um, one of my coworkers was ex-military and okay. the on March 17th was when we got the word that Disney was shutting down. And Disney is the first American company that's owned by China um, that shut down. And then okay. on March 22nd, which is 322 Skull and Bones Day, um, <laughs> that's when Are they you... got the word. I'll, well, I'll ask you when you're done. We'll go through this first. That's when they uh, they announced that they were shutting down everything on that following Monday. He and I got together and kind of were both spinning out at the same time because we had both been watching what was going on in the South China Sea at the time. And we knew we both knew that the USS Ronald Reagan, which is our largest uh, carrier and fleet, um, were in not firefights but they were battling in the south china sea and it looked like taiwan was going to be taken over and there was a lot of stuff going on so we both looked at each other and i go all right they want everybody inside and they want everybody away from each other and not in centralized locations are you thinking nuclear weapon or are you thinking direct energy weapon or are you thinking boots on ground and we both just kind of were like, it's got to be one of those three. Because if you remember the, the hospital ships, uh, Hope, Mercy, and mm -hmm. another one went to New York City, 
Seattle and I think Baltimore. And we were in Florida and we saw Jacksonville was being armored, which is another major port of entry into the country. And we saw armored personnel carriers and tanks on flatbeds going down to Miami. So we're like, all right, they're arming all of the ports of entry into the country because hospital ships don't sail alone. <laughs> so they're naval ships with naval fleets, and they didn't even use those ships for COVID-related responses. So it was very troubling to see all of those things happening all one time. I actually started prepping heavily <laughs> for a long, prolonged period of just being inside and possible under siege. Okay. I want to go back to the, the SS Mercy, the SS. So I remember when that happened, I remember it being in response to the overwhelming hospitals, a specific, I specifically remember it was New York because I think they used the New York one to make a big presentation of it. Remember? Cause right. everybody was bashing. Was yep. Everybody was bashing Trump uh, because of his reaction to COVID that he wasn't doing enough or he wasn't doing anything or whatever. And so they made this big show of bringing this ship in and then made a big show of nobody using it. And then we really didn't hear anything about it. But one of the things that I, I distinctly remember that we found on, I don't even parlor or some, somebody went in there with a cell phone and they had gotten photographs of like hundreds of cribs and they yep. couldn't understand why these cribs were there. Hundreds of cribs and why these cribs and incubators, why these cribs and these incubators were on a hospital ship on the ocean. Because according to maritime law, the reason pregnant women cannot be sailors while they are pregnant is because if they were to have their child on international waters, that makes a big hiccup as to what the baby's nationality is. There's a lot of different reasons, but that's the main one. And that's like a maritime law. Like you can't be on a naval ship if you are expecting a child. And so they know like, and nobody knew. And so there obviously were all of these rumors that were going around in regards to tunnels and, babies and babies coming out of tunnels. Have you dove into any of that? I have. I don't know how much weight I put behind them. Um, okay. And I, I always reserve the right to acknowledge that everything could be exactly as it seems. They could, okay. it could be just a whole bunch of weird stuff happened all at once. Okay. But, there's too much weird stuff happening all at once and none of it making sense. And the fact that they are making us all look in different directions and everybody got distracted by George Floyd and then everybody went back to being angry and then everybody went back to um, the election and then everybody went back to the jab and then everybody just went uh, nuts over January 6th. And then, yeah, like, I never was, understood that either. Yeah, the, I watched the January 6th insurrection for 13 hours from 8.45 in the morning until 11 p.m. at night. I don't know how many hours that is. That's over 13. Um, <laughs> but well, if you were on we TikTok, we live streamed it. Yeah, I had I had uh, your favorite freight broker. I don't know if he's on Facebook anymore, but he did a compilation of 
a dozen different ones and JC Media did a, a bunch of them. And I had two computers, my phone and my TV with, I think it was bouncing back and forth between CNN and Fox News because you got to take got to take half of each. And I'm like, nothing yeah. is matching up to what the media is saying. Like from from the get go, it's they're missing everything. And I had been receiving messages from accounts with no followers, no profile picture, asking me if I wanted to join them in D.C. on January 6th. And I'm like, no, Fed. <laughs> No, I am not falling for your tricks. <laughs> That's a hell no. <laughs> um, I thought it was going to be a good opportunity to get rid of an entire group of the similar thinkers all at once with some sort of either bomb or weapon or a, uh, 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 what's it called? Boston Massacre type situation. Okay. Um, okay, so we do have a question way. here. So Christine Hoover, hello. It did. It went the other way. It went weird and political prisoner. And we, we, yeah, it. Christine says, curious on what his his opinion on the correlation between Ingersoll Lockwood, the last president, and what is going on now. That's a great question. Have you read the last president? Yeah, that's the one that absolutely makes me believe in time travel. There's no way, like, okay. you can have a correlation, but a coincidence is something different. And even in a court of law, okay. there's only a certain amount of coincidences before they say it was planned. And with everything that in that book outlines 2020 almost perfectly to the, to the names of people, we've got Don, the master of everything that lives in a... a tower on fifth avenue in, in new york city becomes president uh his advisor's name is pence his he's um they riot against him they protest and then his supporters riot and a few are killed and then he is silenced by the speaker of the house when he pleads his case the troubling part is that the book ends with and thus was the end of the republic but as we as we know that we're not a republic anymore but that's a different theory. Okay, no, hold on. I'm going to have to back you up on that one because I'm going to have people come for me. And anytime I say anything in regards to that, uh, that's all I get is we're a republic. Why do you not think we're a republic anymore? We're a corporation. Uh, you can even Google it. Well, hold on. Not the entire country. Washington, D.C. is a corporation, as is the Vatican and as is London, all owned by... Um, Let's call them the Red Seal. I like that. That works. Because <laughs> that's what they well, originally were. But they've been a corporation. DC's been a corporation since... 1947 or something like that. Thank you. Yeah, I'd have to go back and look at it again. I went through all of this, but it's been a long time. Okay, We've been a, so the the I, I think the majority of people believe that it was a corporation, but then during the Trump administration, the corporation itself had been dismantled. And so what dissolved. we're going back to then... Or it dissolved correctly. So what we go back to then, and it goes into both theories, are we a great reset where they're going to, you know, basically communist China, where AI, it's going to take, or are we in the great awakening where everybody's going to wake up to what's going on or everybody's in some various storms of awakening? Or are and we on the reset of the, of the matrix? 
Or are we? Okay. So talk to me about that. This is so much like for me to keep shit straight. Talk to me about the reset of the matrix. What do you mean? Well, as we know, events, uh, loop events keep happening. We're on, we're on a certain amount of time cycles. And even when it comes to nations in power, nations in power are in power for, you know, it's like a bell curve. Um, the uh, the German uh, Empire was in in power for about 500 years, and then it became the British Empire was in power for about 500 years, and then we're in power for roughly two to three hundred years, four hundred years, whatever. And now on we're on the downslide of the bell curve, and China's on its way up. So so you you believe that China will take over at some point, and we will. No, they'll just be the leading world power, which in my opinion, they already are. But we are more popular in this age of information. We're the leader of popular media, basically. So everybody follows our trends. But a lot of our stuff is owned by them, <laughs> the China Chinese government. From Disney to Sony to our media stations, they all they have a part in all of it. To the but devices China's that killing, we're talking with now, is that why China's killing off all of our all of their own people? I don't know exactly what is going on in China because I don't think we will ever get accurate information within an, uh, a short time span, you know, or or a reasonable time span. But they, the riots that I have seen on TikTok and on on Rumble and all that kind of stuff, um, the people are pushing back, and that is not good for the Chinese government. And I can't remember who it was, but he was sitting next to Matt, uh, uh, Xi Jinping, and the secret police or whoever you want to say come over and just grab him by the shoulder. And he tries to grab for the um, Xi Jinping and, and, you know, like, please, no, don't send me away. And then he was, was never heard from again. I can't remember, but it was like two months ago. And I totally forgot about it until now. And then all of the riots started happening. And then a bunch of other stuff started happening with uh, with Russia. So I couldn't. Man, last last I saw about I saw two things. About, I saw one. It was on a Joe Rogan episode. He had had somebody on some eco- economic. I'd shared it in a telegram. But he actually talked about China as if China's failing, like as if when they're obviously they're well, they're in revolt reportedly. They're in revolt. They're the the people are revolting against the government, which is odd. Right. But I think they finally realize that they have the numbers. And the people actually the the workers control the economy. So it's going to be the uh, proletariat versus the bourgeoisie all over again. Okay. That's kind of what this guy, and I, like I said, I don't remember who this guy was. Like, he was on Joe Rogan, but he was talking about that. China. So China is most, the majority of their food and a lot of their export comes from different countries, Russia, the United States, without the United, he had basically said without the United States, China wasn't, isn't going to be able to receive anything because they are not currently making things themselves. They export quite a lot of stuff from the United States. And I guess growing right. up, I always thought it was the other way around. And even now as an adult, I always thought it was the other way. I thought we got the majority of our crap from China. 
Maybe that's we just, maybe it's just crap. We do what we, we did, and China. if you look like at if you watch Back to the Future, he says, "Oh, look at this! I, it says made in Japan." Or and he's like, "No mm -hmm. wonder it failed." Well, all the best stuff comes from Japan. And he's like, "Oh, that's crazy," but uh, <laughs> yeah, they hide the well, truth. China was always China was always kind of held to a high standard whenever people talked about it. They got the best schools, they've got all the best education. But the guy went on to talk about how, yes, the kids get really good grades. It looks really good on scorecards because they memorize the answers. But when it comes to skills to actually help them thrive and survive, nothing. Like they can read a book and copy the answers onto a test, like mentally. So they look really smart. But when it comes to like changing their oil, they're they're dumb. They can't figure any of that out when it comes the to problem doing solving skills are, are not there. That's correct. Correct. And he said that that was going to be their downfall and that the majority of the new people, like the new generation coming up, that was going to be the downfall. They weren't going to have any workers left. They weren't going to have anybody that would be able to do anything. And so that China would actually fall. That makes sense. That was his theory. I'm, I'm going to find, I find it. Like I said, it's in telegram. I don't know if anybody watched it. I watched it. I share stuff in the telegram. People don't watch it. Yeah. yeah. Book smart, but no common sense. Yeah, I would, I would agree. I don't know enough about it. I don't I'm, really I'm concentrating mainly on the United States. Of course, it gets okay. into it, it branches off, but I only have so much wall. <laughs> I like your wall. Talk to me about your wall. Somebody else mentioned your wall in the comments. Talk to me about the wall. Well, it, it started in August because I found a, a thread on 4chan about the Baron Trump books that just had a wild theory. And okay. I I'm like, this, this can't be, it sounds plausible and it sounds possible, but I don't know if it's probable, probably not. So I, then I did a couple more videos and people of course are just inundating me with more information and more ideas and reminding me of things. And then I tried to put it on a whiteboard and outline the correlations between the Baron Trump books and back to the future. And then they're like, well, why don't you just do an evidence wall? And that's the the video that blew up was me. I guess it's like three weeks in just totally frustrated with everything, just standing in front of my wall with like, all right, this is what connects. This is what's possibly happening. And then I'm like, well, I should just put all of the conspiracies on the wall. Like not if it makes it to the wall, it's a verified event or or something that happened it's not theory but if it correlates with some a movie that might make it easier for people to understand i'll put that up there but i'm not putting up any anything that i don't know for fact like the mothman or uh bigfoot or uh <gasps> bigfoot could be a nephilim Oh my God! Yes, absolutely. We just did a whole live on Nephilims and Giglamesh and like the the like the giant of Kandahar. You you know what? I said that, and a bunch of people were like, "Well, like that's dumb." Like, no, the fuck, it's not. Because you know what? When they talked about catching one of these giants, which is related to the Nephilims, they talked about a skunky-like smell. And what do they call Bigfoot? They call him a skunk egg. They talked about it. He was seven feet high. It's super. It's a modern-day Bigfoot. They're all the yeah. same. The Nephilims, the giants. 
the guy that saw the giant in Utah and then he disappeared? Well, it's odd that until about 100 years ago, maybe 120 years ago, the existence of giants was common knowledge. If you read an excerpt from uh, one of the letters of Abraham Lincoln, he mentions the giants in the Native American burial grounds and the heaps that they were that they were discovering and like I, I can't remember the exact words but he's like like so many giants that we found in the heaps and i'm like wait a minute what and everybody's just taken right just just like okay with the president saying that well, i guess they weren't he got shot in the head but um <laughs> i he maybe he was a descendant of the nephilim he was a big tall guy i yeah. i he was, wasn't he like six eight? I think he was. I, I can't recall how tall he was, but yeah, he, uh, he was definitely an interesting guy. So yes, and do you believe that? So the Bigfoot theory holds weight. I think there's I something think- out there that we don't know what it is, and I haven't found any concrete evidence or or proof of anything. So I'm I'm not putting it on the wall yet. Whatever. Just. Put it on the other wall. Put it on the. the I wall might of have a, a theoretical wall at some point. You I've got one. four more walls in this room. I need a wall. <laughs> I put all mine in a dock, and then I put it all. It it doesn't matter. My brain obviously works very much like yours because it's hard for me. Okay. Well, yeah, I have yeah. to put it up there just so I can remember to reference it. Right. That's what I have to do. I have to write it down. But first, I have to get it out. And so I make notes on my phone. And then when I come home, I have a doc and I've got it all timeline. This is what yep. I did with the Hunter Biden That's exactly stuff. what I do. I went all Absolutely. the way back to Hunter Biden's biological mom in 1972. She died in a car accident. She did, didn't she? She sure did. Did you know that Hunter Biden's Hunter Biden was named after his mom? His mom's middle name was Hunter. Did you know Hunter Biden's daughter was named after his baby sister who died? Yes. Did you know that Bo Biden's wife was a crackhead? I didn't know any of that. Oh, yeah, I know you knew, but I didn't know that until today. Because I was trying to find when he started doing drugs, because I am convinced that the family got him hooked on drugs. Somewhere around 2005, 2006. He started drinking and doing cocaine when he was 18. And then that's pretty much all he did until he got sober. And then he was sober for seven years, whatever. And then when his brother died, supposedly, that's when he fell off. That's he right. Afford, he couldn't afford cocaine because they had money problems. And so he went to crack. The whole crack story doesn't make any sense either how he started on crack. So he found out. I'm going to get into all of this. I got to stop. This is your interview. I'm all excited. No, about go this. ahead. I'm listening. Oh, my God. So apparently he had said he had found this homeless woman who was that's a known right. crackhead and who was a known crackhead in D.C. And he's like, yeah, hey, give me some crack. She's like, yeah, I can hook you up. But. And then he's like, well, you can come live with me. And she's like, okay, supposedly, according to his memoir, they lived together for like five months. Now, crackheads do share. They're very good about sharing. Wait a minute. So then after his memoir came out, there was an investigative report done by some other, I can't remember the news agency now at this point, that actually went and found this woman. And she said the entire thing was bullshit. $4.99, Freedom Fighter, I love your face. Thank you so much. The whole thing was bullshit. That they, he had hired her to clean his apartment. But she never lived there. He made her pro. He he pro- he told her he she could stay there occasionally because she was homeless. But he hired her, and then they did crack together. But 
in another blurb, in another email, he was letting a crack dealer in through the back door at his office in Washington, D.C., so much so that they were having complaints about it. Yep, so we had a I dealer. And then, and then in his book, he used the surname Rhea, R-H-E-A. That's what he called the homeless woman, but that's say, not her real name. Say it again. Rhea, R-H-E-A. Okay, I could only okay, find I'm have one. To write it down. <laughs> I could only find one Rhea that was connected to the Bidens at all, and that was Rhea Perman, Perlman, who was on Cheers. She's an actress. Yep. Okay, she's married to Danny DeVito. The entire cast of Cheers all had various different drug problems. This one's a stretch. I don't know but, if I can make that correlate. So, I'll think about it. I got yeah, I got to put it together. I got to find another link in order for me because that one's a stretch. But why would he call her Rhea? But she, Rhea Perlman, the actress, had worked for Joe Biden's campaign, had campaigned. It for could her. just be a name that popped into his head. But that's an I odd think name all, for a surname. But yes, Come you're on. correct. There's okay. got to be some sort of correlation. R H E A. R H E A. I'll think of something. I tried. Sure I, looked for, I got hyper focused on that particular, which is why I didn't get it. it might be. Today. You might be too focused on the name and what the name is, if, if it's an acronym. Or if it means something else. Fucking A. Johnson, I didn't look into any of that. I was trying to find a Rhea that was famous that I could tie to this and some kind of crackhead. But then yeah, I, I found out I didn't, I didn't need code. Rhea necessarily because Bo, at the same time, Hunter Biden was hooking up with Bo's late wife and she right. was a crackhead at the time. So, like, Man, why is everybody like crack so much? Because it's cheap. Oh, yeah. Apparently. <laughs> oh, the oh, Batman man. theories. There you go. Do you got one for me for Batman? You're the movie guy. So Danny DeVito played the Batman, the Penguin in the, the Batman Joker. series. Or the Penguin, Stewart. yeah. Yeah, the Penguin. Well, everything that is in the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises, every tool that he uses is a, is a real thing that has been used in the in military service i mean we're not supposed to know about it but the mapping of interior buildings and all that kind of stuff with cell phones and devices that are around that exists uh the it's ironic that he uses a it's not secret anymore but a, a suit that they called batman that would slide out of a uh, C-130 at high altitude and the pilot of that suit could glide a certain amount of distance and either snipe or drop a bomb or insert himself into a hostile territory. And he uses that to uh, go into that building and get that guy out. Um, I can't remember who he was, but everything that they use is a real thing and they're introducing it to us. So you think that movies as a whole are just slow leaks of things that we should get used to that the government already knows, knows about, like the heart attack gun? Nobody the heart attack gun? That. Oh, man, nobody talks about the heart attack guns. Interesting AF. They had to go to Congress. They're like, he's got this gun, and it shoots like shells, it's, like it's, stuff from seashells or sea fish. Oh, okay. I thought, it was an, I thought it was an impulse. I thought it was the electrical impulse gun that you were talking about. It might be now, but back then they stuffed it full of, it's not shellfish, like some kind of poisonous. Well, cyanide, if it's basically a squirt gun. It would have like a, like almost like a paintball. And if cyanide gets onto your clothes, it's transdermal. So it'll eventually seep into your skin 
and then give you a heart attack. That's what Richard Kuklinski used to kill a lot of people. Um, that's possible. I, that's not what this guy was talking about. Okay. I don't so I'm thinking of the wrong just, thing. That's fine. He called it like some kind of like fish, like the shell from a Could fish. Could be the blowfish. Blowfish. Yeah, something like that. I got to go back and watch. It's saved in the stuff. You guys can go watch it. It's in the playlist of the stuff. So speaking of Congress and, and government secrets, do you remember? I'm going to go back to aliens just because I can because you're fun to have on. I'm liking this. Listen. <laughs> So Congress last summer all got together at like noon on a Tuesday to talk about aliens. They basically came out and said, listen, aliens exist. Yeah. Are bad. Okay. Uh, we got to change the name because we find that the name uh, has a certain stereotype around it. a stereotype that they created, by the way, but I digress of the UFO specifically. And they changed the name from UFOs to unidentified aerial phenomena. And that, the reason that they wanted to do it. That's not recent. They, that was like. The UAP thing has, has been a military term for a while. How long? I remember sitting and watching this dumb shit. I remember At being least 2018. UAP. So, so when people would look up UFOs, UAP wouldn't come up. Hold on. When did Congress change? Oh, well, name? no, Congress did it. But it's yeah, been a it's like, been a term. I'm just saying it's been a term that's been around for a, oh for the term a long itself time. has been around. But Congress got together and wanted to officially because I, I was living here, so it had to be within the last two years. Well, the Pope did it in 2016. Okay, yeah, that sounds more legit. Yeah, he said the put, the existence of aliens or alien life is not just a mere theory. Right, but they they wrapped it all up with. They wanted to get all the reports because they had concerns that Russia was using alien technology and potentially Russia, because it always goes back to fucking Russia. Russia was going to use it on the United States. That was like their whole spiff. And I'm like, okay. what do you mean? At You're Tuesday, make me get uh, into at noon. Time travel. And so then I'm sitting here and I go to TikTok and I put it out there and I'm like, listen to this guy. People are like, meh, are you fucking? He just said aliens exist. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Put your mask back on. Just put it back on and leave me. And then I, I had a theory the early in 2020 that they wanted us all wearing masks because aliens wanted to like vacation here and their faces are slightly different than ours. So they wanted to be in public without people noticing. I didn't wear a mask. So I mean, neither. I was in Florida, but I was in Iowa. Do you have something to back that theory up or is that just something you thought? No, about? it was just a theory I had. I thought it was fun. That is a fun theory. I'm here for that one. I do you think okay. aliens are here now roaming amongst us? Oh, they've been I don't want to sound like Alex Jones, but yeah, they're not interstellar. They're interdimensional and they've been here. They they've always okay. been here. <laughs> so you you think they go from dimension? So you believe like the different dimensions, right? They go from dimension to yeah. dimension. Okay. You ever see the movie Stargate? No, but I watch a lot of documentaries on national forests. And I watch a lot of paranormal shit um, and people that be walking and see a person and then they're just not there anymore. Yep. Like they, like the person walks from the, the way that one lady just, she's like the person walked in a red sweatshirt and blue jeans from right to left and out of her peripheral, she went to look and he just poof, just gone. That could be teleportation. Yeah. Sure. But it also could be an entity. I've, 
A ghost? We have well, ghosts some here. sort of entity or shadow person. I don't do the shadow people. Ah, uh, not me neither. They're demons. Yep. I don't have shadow. But I have glittery people that walk around. Not so much anymore since we cleared it. We were live one night and a glittery person showed up in our live. Oh, that's Very awesome. Strange. It was right after we moved here. Talk to me about, so you think that there are beings in here that travel from dimension to dimension, correct? I do. And okay. I'm going to go back to the beginning. The, sure. or how familiar are, are you with the Anunnaki? I am familiar enough to where I understand what the name is. That's the bloodline. Okay. Stuff, right? So the theory, the story is that these aliens or interdimensional beings came to planet earth and made a bunch of alien hybrids, humans being one of them and made us as slaves or what have you. And they traveled interdimensionally with the use of a stargate. Now, ancient Sumeria is modern day Iraq. What if <laughs> after all of the stuff with, you know, after JFK and all of that kind of stuff, George H. Bush becomes president. Oh, I'm sorry, I skipped ahead. I'm sorry. In okay. World War II, Hitler did a North African campaign and everybody thinks he was looking for the Ark of the Covenant or, or okay. something with power, something with supernatural power. What if he was looking for pieces of the Stargate? And then craziness happens throughout the next few decades. And then George H. Bush becomes president and we go to war with Iraq over false information that was provided by the CIA. What if he was trying to find the Stargate? And then George Bush? his son. Yeah, George H. Bush. Okay. And then his son becomes president and we go back to war with that region of the world because of false evidence provided by the CIA. What if he also was looking for the final piece of the Stargate? And what if Nikola Tesla figured out a way to do it without the use of a Stargate? John Trump, who had was cataloging all of Nikola Tesla's work and he held some back, has had it, and now the Trump family has it, and they're fighting over it. And maybe that was what the raid of Mar-a-Lago was about, that they wanted to go back and find that. But who knows? Like, I don't know. It's just stuff on a wall. I mean, it... Been- I hadn't heard about the Stargate thing, but we did read about the email. So we did the WikiLeaks things with the Hillary Clinton emails and that she was on the lookout for a Nephilim called the Gigglemesh. Gilgamesh. 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 She, because she wanted to reincarnate or she, they had figured out a way to like transfer his power to her to live forever for ultimate powers, whatever, whatever. Um, Yep. So I, I'm I'm open to the idea of Stargate. Sure. I'm I'm open to the idea of time travel. I'm surprised more people aren't at this point in the game with yeah. all of the 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 Mandela CERN stuff effects going that we on? talk about with all the yeah, with the CERN stuff, with just 
I'm just surprised more people aren't because it's it's aren't aren't able to accept it as a rational idea at this point in the game. I get like maybe back in even the 90s, it seems kind of out there. But at this so, point in the game, like so much has happened and so much has been put out there in front of your face. If you just watch that, it's a very plausible thing. Louise has a question for you. She says, where does Elon, so I'm assuming Elon Musk, where does Elon Musk fit in this? He's got to play a part. He hasn't made it to the wall yet because I can't figure out where what part he's playing. I think he's but an alien. It's very possible. Uh, he could also be the beginning of the Borg from Star Trek because of Neuralink and making people human cyborgs. That one's a little off the wall. But, uh, Not really. That's like his whole thing, isn't it? He wants to chip people's brains and make that's AI is like his. And resistance is futile. I never watched Star Trek. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that's not. Never got into Star Wars. Never got into Star Trek. I, should. I don't know <laughs> if Elon is a good guy or a bad guy. I have a. I want to believe he's a good guy with the stuff that he's doing with Twitter. He could very well just as easily be the. Goddamn Antichrist. Um, but I don't know for a fact, and people are trying to give me their opinions rather than factual information to go look at for myself. They just give me little bits and pieces, and I'm, I don't know which way to go with it. But do he's definitely he's, going to make the wall. Do you think he's the original Elon? I do. I think he does play a big part in this. Well, Werner von Braun made a book, wrote a book, uh, what is it called? Project Mars. And the main character's name is Elon. And that main character is trying to colonize Mars. So that's probably. probably uh, okay. I'm all over the place tonight. Sorry. Uh, no, don't apologize. I'm loving this. Did you see my video on all of the correlations with Back to the Future? No. And the reason for that is, is I've had to stay off TikTok in order to spare my mental health. I, I got go at this point. No so, I got to go up to the top. Oh, it's going to be backwards. That's okay. So this picture, can you see, is Dealey Plaza okay. where okay, yeah. JFK was shot. Correct. This picture is Hill Valley's Courthouse Square. They look eerily similar and the spot where JFK was shot is the exact spot where Marty drives the DeLorean underneath the lightning strike. Of course it is. So that's weird, too. And also, if you remember at the beginning of Back to the Future, the very first one, he <laughs> goes to Lone Pine Mall, and or I'm sorry, the Twin Pine Mall. And when he gets there, it is 1.16 a.m. If you flip that upside down, it's 9-11. And then when he comes back to that very same mall after a literal terrorist attack at that mall, it is now the Lone Pine Mall. So two towers become one tower. And now in, tw um, what, what year was it? Uh, in 2014, they made the One World Trade Center. And it just so happens that... Uh, 133 is the time where he came back. Uh, and um, also, where was I going with that? can't remember. Oh, 
Zemeckis made a second or yeah, second movie in 2015, exactly 30 years to the day of Back to the Future called The the Walk, where a guy is walking on a tightrope between the Twin Towers. And he is dressed exactly in the same costume as Marty McFly. So, if you correlate that with Men in Black 3, (laughs) and Men in Black 3 is a time travel one, and he's got to jump off of a building to hit this certain speed or velocity and then goes back in time. After the guy is walking on that tower is when Marty basically comes back to 1955. So in the same costume anyway. So it's okay. it's odd. And then in Back to the Future 3, Doc gets stuck in 1885. Just so happens that all of these books were written between 1885 and 1893. And Doc wrote a letter to Marty in 1955. So books were written, a letter was written in the movie, and somebody goes back to try and save him. So I'm trying to figure out who the actual time traveler is and who the kid is. And then last night I was watching The Adam Project, which is on Netflix. And I was unaware when I made the video last night, when I found this, that Einstein had a little blonde-haired child. And in the movie, the older version of who's Ryan Reynolds, Adam in the movie, goes back, meets his younger self, then goes back even further and meets his father, who is a physicist and, like, world-renowned and is the guy that comes up with time travel. Could friggin' Einstein's kid be the time traveler? I thought it would have been Baron, but... Well, wasn't Einstein the dog in Back to the Future? Yes, Einstein and Copernicus and another... There's another dog, too. Um, but yes, Einstein's uh, was the dog. And the, uh, the doc in that movie is 100% supposed to be Einstein, like with a wild hair, crazy wild eye scientist. And Trump shows up in uh, Back to the Future 2 as Biff. He lives in Biff Towers, which is a casino. He's got political power. He's obscenely rich. And shit's wild. (laughs) I don't know what the hell I was I've never, I mean, I've watched all the Back to Futures and all of the stuff. I guess I've never, but I've never tied them together. I've always been. Because it comes across as pure entertainment. Yeah, but if it's entertainment, then you remember it. Because I can remember all of these, but I guess I'd never really put them together. And also in Back to the Future 3, when they're planning to go back to 1885, the doc says, we won't be able to find anything on my family in these records because we came over at the turn of the century and our, uh, fir- our our family name got changed at Ellis Island from Von Braun to Brown. I do remember that. And that sounds a little bit like a uh, correlation with Project Paperclip. So Megan says, I'm going to go back to Back to the Future. Megan says the dog was the first time to really time travel in the movie. She's right. He used Einstein as... Yes. Uh, kind of like a guinea pig to travel. 
But also, Did. it wasn't the first time that they time traveled. Because if you watch the movie, it looks a lot like when um, uh, Marty goes and visits the dock for the first time, that he's scared that he's there. Not that he doesn't know who he is, but he's scared that he's there. Like he might have accidentally killed him <laughs> in a previous attempt at time travel because he figured out how to put that hook onto a vehicle powered by plutonium pretty quick. But, yeah, that's you know, right. And then he had to run it through the thing, through the, during the lightning, lightning storm. Yeah. So, I mean, there's just a whole bunch of questions that I have that, I mean, the wall's helping me, but I don't know. I'm hung up on the dog and I'm hung up on the dog because during men in black too, remember like, I think it was the first men in black and they were looking for the galaxy and the whole, that was a whole damn movie. It's Where on Orion's belt. Gallery. And what the hell was Orion? She was a cat. a cat. So what if like Einstein, what if the dog is the key to all of it? Did Nikola I'm Tesla have good. a dog? I don't believe he had any pets. Does Trump have a dog? No, I don't think he does. Yeah, uh, Baron has a dog. His name is Patton. And in Baron, uh, Baron's underground, uh, marvelous underground journey, his dog's name is Bulger. And General Patton was at the Battle of the Bulge. So there's the a little bit. Was, the dog was the first thing that they also sent into space. And he died. I didn't know that. Space. That's the for final another frontier. Line. Yeah. Okay, that's it. I'm, if we start talking, we're not going to stop. Maddie, we're right at the top of our hour. Usually with guests, Tesla had a bird. Did he? I guess so. That makes more sense. He seems like he'd be a bird guy. Maddie, we're right. Do you, and I usually with our new guests, I give you the opportunity to say something to the world. If you had the world's attention for the next 30 seconds and could tell them anything, what would you tell them? Everything that you've ever been taught is incorrect, and you should go looking for the answers on your own. Somebody go find us the connection with Einstein, the dog, and everything else. I'm telling Agreed. you, the dog, there's something with the animals. I think Noah's, there's got to be something. I'll find it. Now you got me okay. thinking about that and Rhea. You, yeah, if you come up with either of those, specifically Rhea, if you come up with something with Rhea, let me know because I'm I'm gonna put all this together and do another show. I just probably not gonna they that got a two hour late start for the kids again tomorrow. We had a big snowstorm, so probably not until next week. It's looking like now, but let me know for sure. The show, you're very welcome, Scott. He says the show is amazing. This was a good show. No, oh, I thought it was kind of scatterbrained a little bit, but you know. We do our best in situations. It got back. Like Keeps working its way back to to reality. Bet. Well, Maddie Ice, thank you so much for coming on. It was appreciate. It was good to see you. I'm glad to have you on. You guys, thank you so much for being here. I love your faces. Today is Wednesday. I mean, tomorrow's Thursday. So we're alive again Friday night. We've got Conspiracy Pilled, which is another podcast they run primarily on Rumble. I know Maddie's been on their podcast. Fantastic guys. Um, they're going to be at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. They're just going to talk about their podcast. A lot of the same kind of stuff. Uh, conspiracy theories and i know tonight they were talking about the nephilims and so i'm sure we'll touch on that too again <laughs> it's like my favorite subject so i'm kind of here for that i don't know enough about it but i'm getting into it it's so good all right we love your faces keep her moving take it easy tell your mom i says hi and watch out for deer bye guys back off i'll take you on
pet strong to take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're hedge strong. You're hedge strong. Tanky one. It's really strong. Ding dong. Hedge strong, you're hedged wrong.